This morning in the Atlanta airport, no one's missing a meal on Mac Wilburn's watch. With 11 restaurants to serve passengers, he's got dining for every destination. And it all started when Mac talked with First Horizon Bank about opening a franchise in the airport. Now it's open for business and cleared for takeoff. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Mac. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Monday edition of the Daily 10. It's your friend Matt back again, and here we go, ready for our 10-minute sports journey together today. Here's what's coming up on our Rhodes Group rundown. It's brought to you by the Rhodes Group. You ask me the question, Matt, why do we need the assistance of an independent insurance agent like the Rhodes Group? Well, my answer is easy. Time is money. And as insurance rates continue rising faster than ever with no end in sight, you need to get at least 10 insurance quotes to make sure you're getting the best policy. Otherwise, you're talking about doing it yourself, and that could take hours. And frankly, you're going to make a mistake that you might regret. Instead, get in touch with an independent insurance agent like the Rhodes Group to do the shopping for you. It doesn't cost you anything. Plus, it comes with peace of mind that brings comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, all the things we think we know about but we would probably mess up. An independent insurance agency like the Rhodes Group can make sure your policy is done right. They've set up a landing page for our listeners. You can get directly to to get those 10 home and car insurance quotes in just 10 minutes. You can go to roads-group.com slash churnoff. Again, that's R-H-O-A-D-S, roads-group.com slash churnoff, or call them. They'll get those 10 quotes on the phone for you, in less than 10 minutes at 678-3419667. The Falcons lost yesterday and they worst they lost the worst possible way. We'll talk about that loss at home to the Commanders, why it was so rough and what lies ahead now for the Birds. Plus, we've seen Georgia play that same exact game many times before, and here's the truth, it hasn't mattered at all. We'll talk about the Dogs win over Vandy and again what comes next for Kirby Smart's team. And I think the Braves do this so much better than the Falcons and Hawks, which I know I appreciate, and I think the fans do as well. We'll talk about that coming up in a moment. First, let me remind you, we're brought to you by our partners at Short Barrel Bourbon. And I know a lot of you combined a great weekend of football with some of the great product from Short Barrel. Short Barrel Bourbon is the parent company of Old Fourth Distillery. The history of Short Barrel is awesome. It started with three whiskey-drinking friends who had a passion for bourbon. It's owned and operated in Atlanta. You know we here on the Daily 10. We love working with the local folks. The company started in 2020, and it's thriving now because of you. Short Barrel Bourbon has won so many awards, which backs up just how good the product is. They won double gold from the San Francisco World Wine and Spirits Competition, which is the largest and most prestigious spirits competition in the world. Short Barrel Bourbon just won the Kentucky Bourbon Single Barrel competition at the new york spirits comp short barrel bourbon is available at all major retailers in georgia as well as restaurants around the city of atlanta and around the state of georgia check out shortbarrelbourbon.com for all the product and all the insight you can follow them on facebook and instagram for the daily updates well the falcons were 24 to 16 losers to washington yesterday it was an ugly looking loss it was a very winnable game that Washington tried time and time again to give away. 
Now, we all know for any NFL team, the two most important guys are the head coach and the quarterback. Sometimes you can overcome one or the other struggling, and you can win on certain Sundays. What you can't do is overcome both of them when they looked overwhelmed by the moment late in games, and that's what happened to the Falcons yesterday. The head coach of the Falcons, Arthur Smith, just looked unprepared. The quarterback looked completely rattled, and together, both of them, I bet, have the team's owner, Arthur Blank, shaking his head today. Arthur Smith, a couple of things. He went to the analytics two-point conversion early in the fourth quarter as the Falcons closed within 24-16. to 16. Now, the analytics tell you to go for two there, which I'm fine with, but I also want to apply the analytics to that day's game and how my team is doing, and the Falcons were not handling short yardage very well. Now, they even got a penalty, a break, as Washington had a penalty, and the Falcons got to place the ball at the one. Tyler Algier was still stuffed. They weren't moving the pile. They weren't moving the stack. They weren't successful throwing the ball in short yardage. It just was not a good day in those things. So to me, kick the extra point 24-17 and you're fine. But again, I get the analytics part of it. Uh, Then there was not getting a play call in on a third down from the Washington 2. In a one-score game. And by the way, it almost happened on the very next play again. But on that one, Desmond Ritter barely gets the playoff. Feels very rushed. Throws the ball up for grabs in the end zone. It gets intercepted. Then there are some debatable things. Arthur Smith went for it on fourth and eight late in the game instead of punting. Now, he had all of his timeouts. He had the two-minute warning. He also had his defense playing very well. So you can make a case they could have kicked there. The Falcons also had to use their last timeout on their final drive because they almost got another delay of game because they couldn't get the play in quick enough. So there was a big struggle on Arthur Smith's part when it came to game management. Then there was the Desmond Ritter part of the equation. I want to give Des a little leeway because, again, my expectation remains pretty low for Ritter. I think he was also coached so poorly yesterday that it makes things tougher on him. Ritter had two picks late that were just egregious, really bad throws, really horrible decisions. The shame of it all, the Falcons wasted another good defensive effort from Ryan Nielsen's unit. They held Washington to 24 points. I will remind you, one of those touchdowns came off a very long Washington punt return that set the commanders up inside the Falcons 10. Another touchdown came off an interception from Ritter that set Washington up at the Falcon 27. So those are two situations short field where Washington capitalized. But overall, the Falcons defense had five sacks. They held Washington two for 10 on third down. Then they held the commanders to just 193 total yards, including just two first downs allowed in the second half. Oh, by the way, that extended the Falcon streak of consecutive games without giving up 25 points. It's now 15 straight going back to last season, but it was wasted because the offense, the quarterback, and the head coach could not get on the same page. The Falcons will head to Tampa on Sunday at 1 o'clock for just a reminder, by the way, that the NFC South is so bad, the winner of that game will take the lead in the division. The Falcons are 3-3. Three and three. The Bucs, after their loss to Detroit yesterday, are 3-2. and two. So the winner will move into first place after Sunday afternoon's game. All right, coming next on our menu, we'll talk about how Georgia played at Vandy and how we've seen that kind of game many times before. It just hasn't mattered at all. But first, speaking of menus, First Watch serves its entire menu seven days a week from 7 a.m. until 2.30 p.m. In this fall at First Watch Hot Honey, it's the new pumpkin spice. In its newest seasonal menu, the leader in breakfast, brunch, and lunch is partnering with Mike's Hot Honey to bring sweet heat to a custom recipe. If you're a pumpkin spice lover, and I am, don't fret, The new menu also leans into their cozy classics from pumpkin pancakes 
cinnamon spice churros to a pomegranate pear punch. Available now through October 29th. First Watch just opened its newest restaurant in Kennesaw on Barrett Parkway. That's the fourth grand opening in Atlanta suburbs over the past year, joining locations in Marietta, Loganville, and Gainesville, always serving chef-inspired menu items and seasonal offerings that change five times a year. Go check out all their locations, complete with an outdoor patio and indoor brunch bar. And remember, you can always order online at firstwatch.com. Georgia beat Vanderbilt on Saturday, 37-20. to It wasn't a pretty afternoon, but Georgia does get the win. They improved to 7-0 overall, 4-0 in the SEC. The big story for Georgia happened to be the Brock Bowers injury. He hurt his ankle in the game. He has an MRI scheduled for today, and obviously those results are a very big deal. Let's hope it's not a serious injury. Carson Beck was 29 for 39 passing in the game, 261 yards with a touchdown and an interception. Georgia got a big afternoon from Dejon Edwards, who had 20 carries, 146 yards and a touchdown. Edwards is now on pace to become Georgia's first 1,000-yard rusher since DeAndre Swift did it in 2019. And it's notable because Edwards missed the first couple of games of this season. Dominic Lovett led Georgia in receiving with nine catches. He had 72 yards and a touchdown. So now Georgia has a bye week coming up. Then it's the cocktail party against Florida October 28th. Now, as we said, Georgia played a pretty mediocre game on Saturday. And you can say this is an excuse or a reason. Let you decide. That was an 11 a.m. local time kick for Georgia against an opponent they always dominate. Georgia has either looked bored or looked ahead to certain games over the past couple of years, and they've done it several times. We said this last season, what had happened, and there were times when fans and media made too much of it, wanting to apply it to something that would happen later in the season. It really never did. Georgia didn't play great against Kent State a year ago or at Missouri or even against Florida in the cocktail party at Kentucky and at the end of the season against Georgia Tech. And you know what it meant? Nothing. It just meant that Georgia looks ahead at times. It's hard to convince the best team in America for the past two-plus years. They have to get up for everybody. Human nature with 19 and 20 and 21-year-olds is to do what Georgia did on Saturday. It's already happened this season against South Carolina and against Auburn and on Saturday against Vandy, and it just doesn't mean anything. I trust Georgia and Kirby and that group that they will play their best games when they have to because that's what they've done in the last couple of seasons. So whether that's against Ole Miss or in Knoxville against Tennessee or maybe a surprise game along the way, I trust that they're going to get it done right. I saw the uh, Junkyard blog pointed out a reminder of how good Georgia has been over the last two-plus years. They've now won 24 games in a row. New school record. They've won 40 of their past 41 games. They've won 13 on the road. School record. They've won 23 in a row in the SEC, tied a school record. And they've won 34 in a row in the regular season, which, again, is a school record. Yeah, you want them to dominate everybody. You want them to blow everybody out. But in the real world, when you're dealing with real people, guess what? There's going to be look-aheads. There's going to be board players. It's just how it goes. It drives every coaching staff in America crazy. But in Georgia's case, I just don't think it means anything moving forward. All right, we'll talk about something the Braves, I think, do better than the Falcons and the Hawks. And I appreciate it, and I think fans do too. We'll do it in a moment. First, let me remind you about the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. If you're looking for the best sports bar atmosphere and the best place to catch a game, I hope you consider your college football Saturday in downtown Woodstock on Main Street. So if you're in Woodstock, easy to find. But if you're in Roswell or Milton, you're in Alpharetta, you're so close. You're in Canton, you're in Kennesaw, you're right around the corner from the Daily Draft. 
what you'll find is a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, a brand new menu they just rolled out, and the best big screen in the Burbs. And I challenge you to find a better uh, big screen anywhere in the Atlanta suburbs. Great views of all the games on both stories, a two-level sports uh, sports bar experience you're going to love. Go check them out online at thedailydraft.net. Better yet, follow them on Instagram, Facebook for all things going on at The Daily Draft. After the Braves' disappointing ouster from the postseason on Thursday night, it was tough to hear explanations or reasons why things went sour for the Braves and feel good about it. I know as a frustrated Braves fan, it's not what you want to hear. I had Braves general manager Alex Anthopoulos on my radio show on Friday to pick his brain about where he think, where he thinks most things went wrong. And I asked Alex all the things I think fans wanted to hear about from in-series decisions by Brian Snitker, from the Game 1 lineup choice, to leaving Bryce Elder in, in Game 3 against Bryce Harper, to whether his team just didn't handle the October pressure of the stage, all those different things. And I can only ask Alex the question he can't answer the way you want or I want, but he's always there to answer the questions. And I always appreciate that about Anthopolis, that when things are good, easy to come on. But when things are not, Anthopolis and the Braves always answer the bell. He did a 45-minute Zoom call with the media on Friday afternoon. He went on our show on 680 The Fan on Friday and did a 25-minute interview. And then right when he was done with us, he went on our competitor's radio station and I'm sure did a lengthy interview with those guys as well. I say this because we, we on our radio station have tried, on my show anyway, to have Arthur Smith on more. Arthur Blank, Terry Fontenot, and we've asked so many times to get them on, and maybe it's just me being, you know, whiny and complaining, but I like getting these these execs, these coaches on, because I think they actually can answer the things that you guys want to know about. I'll give you a little behind the, the curtain. We don't ask to get many players on, because I think players have been transformed into robots. That's why I said after the Braves left Philadelphia, I don't care what player talks to the media or not. They all say the dumbest most canned answers, cliche. They don't give you anything. So I, players, to me, take it or leave it. There was a time back in the day when players would be honest. Now, though, if they get too honest, they get in trouble. Otherwise, they give you boring, cliched answers. But I think coaches, I think execs, I think team owners, these are the people that I think you can actually get some stuff out of. But I don't like that we can't get Arthur Blank or Terry Fontenot or Arthur Smith to come on our show because they'd rather have them on the flagship radio station because they know they're not going to be pressed. That's kind of ridiculous to me. Now, again, the Braves wouldn't do this. The Braves put Arthur, or excuse me, put Alex Anthopoulos and Brian Snitker on the competitor. They put them on everywhere because they know they have fans who listen and watch and pay attention to all this stuff. I would say to the Falcons, I would say to the Hawks, pay uh, pay attention to what the Braves and really what Georgia do. If you'll notice, Kirby Smart's available to two sports talk radio stations in Atlanta, to all media outlets everywhere, and makes the time to make sure fans in different places can hear what he has to say. I've always appreciated it out of Alex. I've always appreciated it out of Brian Snitker. And I've always appreciated it out of Kirby Smart. I wish, for your sake, the fans, and my sake, we could get some of these other folks on. I would love to have Tony Ressler, Hawks owner, on 6A to the fan on my show. We put requests in. Doesn't happen. Same thing with Travis Schlank before he was out with the Hawks. Same thing now with Quinn Snyder. They just they don't make him available or them available. The same thing with some of the decision makers with the Falcons. And that stinks for you guys because I think you want to hear some of the questions, some of the answers you have on your mind. But if they're only available to that team's flagship, you're going to get rose-colored glasses. You're going to get questions that are not the toughest because those are the relationships you run into. Just the way it is, it's a shame. It's, again, I wish the Braves would have 
Had Alex available to us after a championship and a parade, but they got uh, ousted in the first round of the playoffs, but he was there the next day to answer all the questions, which again, I think as a fan, you appreciate. I know I would appreciate if you guys would hit the subscribe button for me now, just to make sure you get the podcast waiting for you each and every morning at 10 a.m. We're available on every one of your podcast platforms, so go ahead and hit subscribe now or follow just to guarantee it's there for you. I'll talk to you later this afternoon on the radio at 680 The Fan at 2 o'clock. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition of the Daily 10. Subscribe to the Daily 10 now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps $5 minimum balance required. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com.